All right, so I've decided to call this one Quora User Ties Immigrant Bashing to the American Dream Plus Other Right-Wing Myths and Griffs. So while bashing immigrants in a response to my post on Quora, Rossi Mariano had this to say, Why can illegal immigrants work for less? Couldn't you, if the government gave you free medical care, education, and subsidies for food and housing? Some states even subsidize their auto insurance. And where does the money come from for all this? Our hard-earned tax dollars. So I mentioned this in my last post about Rossi Mariano. But, you know, I have more to say about it because it's like almost like an endless well of uh, material in just a few little uh, sentences. So as noted previously, most of what he says above is false and actually feeds into greater conspiracy theories like the one about Democrats intentionally letting immigrants flood into America to replace white voters, which is a white nationalist talking point known as the Great Replacement Theory. Still, in some key ways, that Ross E. Mariano guy is blending in perfectly with right-wing messaging. Messaging, sorry. Uh, the common talking point, as stated by Reagan... The government is the problem, or you, you might call it the scope of regulation being the problem, or more honestly, they want big government by and for the rich. And to be fair, Democrats are often in on that game too, and I'd like for more Democrats to be honest about that. Big government for the rich. The other message Ross gives, if they'd make enough money on their own, they wouldn't need us so much with they both meaning the government itself and those pesky villainous immigrants. You, you, you know, that's, that's just the constant messaging, like you gotta hate illegal immigrants. And it, it reminds me um, back when I was in college, my liberal professor who, had, who everybody's supposed to hate uh, had a term for this. It was called the master status. So, like, the uh, the person who is an illegal immigrant, that becomes their master status. And their, uh, their entire humanity is stripped away, and all you are left is uh, with that label. You know, that's all they are. That's all they become. The, the human elements are gone. The fact that they have wants and needs and all that kind of stuff, it's all just tossed out. They just become an abstract entity. And maybe a, maybe a statistic or something. And of course, as we all know, a lot of these uh, Republicans like to just invent statistics. They just uh, totally create facts out of thin air. I've seen that like about a billion times. In fact, that's why that um, one uh, George Santos guy is in so much trouble right now. Because he's he's kind of giving the whole thing away where they... You know, they, they just lie and lie and lie. And uh, he he's really only in trouble because he's lying too much. You know, like you got to draw the line somewhere. And God bless him, George Santos isn't drawing that line clearly enough and often enough. He's just exposing the entire clown show. So that's, um, that's why they're going after him, even the Republicans. You know, you can definitely lie about some 
very huge things and do it very often. But you're not you're not supposed to be so um, blatant about it. You know, lie about practically everything. <laughs> so, but anyway, I'm going to get back into uh, the point here. In a way, you know, the uh, the uh, immigrant bashing harks back to some of the simpler, almost relatively benign messaging from the conservative movement, the meat and potatoes corporate core, if you will, and what might be construed as a myth. You know, wouldn't it be nice to just start your own business, not have to deal with the government as much and keep a lot of your own money? You know, because the idea is that the welfare state and these wicked immigrants are taking all of your money with the help of the government. I mean, that that sounds benign enough, right? Being able to keep your own money and having your own successful business and all of that. Well, it's only benign if you're a success story, you have enough access to money and resources, and don't face any significant discrimination. Add all those concerns in, and it becomes a little more complicated, doesn't it? Not everyone is a rags-to-riches, rip-roaring success. And, of course, if people are smart, they might want to ask why so many people are starting off in rags to begin with, right? But Republicans don't tend to examine those questions much and leap right into the next talking point. The next talking point, which is, how about getting the government out of the way and getting the private sector to run things more efficiently? Well, that too sounds surprisingly benign. After all, isn't the government just just another wannabe panel of experts? Surely big business knows what it's doing, right? Well, putting aside how corporations also pretend to be experts when they are not, and that the whole public-private thing is mostly an illusion, that isn't the whole point either, as far as I'm concerned. As a general believer in democracy, I recognize that not every decision should even be a business decision. Maybe not everything needs a dollar sign, and we probably don't need dollar signs stacked atop each other, as is so often the case nowadays. Maybe ordinary workers and consumers should have greater say in their lives and work, and maybe that would require putting more checks and balances on industry. And dare I even say it, maybe taking away some of the uh, price tags um, that are so prevalent on practically every imaginable aspect of human life. You know, I mean, that's, that's the radical idea. Also, let's face it, business is not always efficient anyway, and even honest capitalists will admit that. Still, conservatives do have those relatively benign, feel-good messages that have always been selling points to people. Even if they really only work on the surface level and curl up and curl up and die when real life steps in and complicates things, you know the feel-good, plucky, optimistic message is that with the power of the Constitution behind them, Americans can take power back from the politicians and restore liberty to to the land. You know, well, hallelujah. Yet paradoxically, a lot of these same conservatives will indeed claim to love the Constitution so much. And Article 1 says, all legislative powers herein granted shall be vested in a Congress. Note the Congress part. That is not a direct democracy, and hell, 
It's also not even a strictly business-based setup, is it? So the Constitution that they so often talk about is, um, you know, not really about giving all the power to the people or simply about business. You know, it's a, it's it's something that actually complicates their own messaging. Um, there are definitely some contradictions there. And uh, it's it's really fascinating how rarely they actually mention that. You know what I mean? So they they claim to be, I guess, almost like like they're democratic in their own sense. Like they talk about it like they're going to empower the working class to sort of ascend, be their own rags to riches story and all that. Yet that's not just what the Constitution is about. So when the conservative supposed constitutional stalwarts or stalwarts say, stand up and be heard, they don't even mean so directly anyway, at least if they know jack shit about what the actual Constitution says, and many of them don't. And of course, we have seen how failed former President Trump recently called for the U.S. Constitution to be terminated if it doesn't allow him back into power. So we all can see just how fundamentally fake so many of these fundamentalist, strict, constitutionalist Republicans were over the years. Uh, you know, they, they wouldn't have let Trump near the presidency with a thousand-foot pole if they did seriously care about preserving law and order and the Constitution and all that jazz. And really, maybe that's what it all comes down to at this point. If you really want social stability of any kind, there are definitely some individuals you will want to keep out of positions of power and privilege, be they in government, in business, or anywhere else in life. You know, at a certain point, it's no longer about ideology, but about what allows actual human beings to thrive, no matter where they come from. So I don't care about someone's immigrant status, their skin color, language, religion, sex, and gender, or their financial status, etc. If they basically leave others alone and let us have successful lives lived as we see fit, then I probably won't even be all that aware of those people, let alone be directly hostile to them. However, if they set up a bunch of societal roadblocks and tell others how to live and parade around like they're king shit, then it becomes a problem. And what I just said describes plenty of right-wingers out there. The types with the message, you are free, but only to be like me. And on that note, even if I had a raging boner for tax cuts, you know what I'm still not going to do? Vote for someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert. I don't need a bunch of hyper-partisan theocratic white nationalist doofuses out there telling me how to live. And when it comes to Rossi Mariano, I like to note that any restriction on immigration is actually just that, a restriction. So ironically, in many key ways, I'm actually more free market than the typical right-winger out there, precisely because I believe in general amnesty. If you want to travel to the U.S. or anywhere else and aren't proven to be a serial rapist or murderer or something like that, then by all means, come on in. This is what actual freedom looks like. 
And it obviously scares a lot of conservatives half to death because they seem horrified at the prospect of the terrible crime of some illegal committing the egregious crime of getting, you know, health care, education, better wages and working conditions and maybe actually bettering their lives. Oh, no, I'm shivering in my boots. Well, technically, I'm not wearing boots right now, but you get the idea. Anyway, because people like Rossi Mariano understand that true freedom means to deny others what you want to hoard for yourselves. <laughs> you know, that's being sarcastic right there. And, uh, you know, if you want to continue, uh, that really is what conservative ideology ultimately becomes. It's about aggrandizing the self at the likely, if not necessary, expense of everyone else. And not everyone else buys into that bullshit, especially especially if they think about it for more than two seconds. So um, those are my thoughts on that for now. And uh, <laughs> have a holly jolly Christmas, even though Christmas is over. But I guess I'm saying it early this year. All right. Goodbye.